Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Hakol Radio's breaking news reports. Our coverage of the shocking events in Eretz Yisrael continues. As of this report, more than 900 people have been declared dead in Israel, a truly staggering number which includes men, women, children, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, grandfathers and grandmothers, little children, babies, whole families slaughtered by Hamas terrorists after they stormed southern Israel on Shabbos Simchas Torah, October 7th, the anniversary of the surprise attack on Israel in 1973, which marked the beginning of the Yom Kippur War. As of Monday morning, October 9th, IDF forces together with the Israel border police finally regained control of all the towns and communities in southern Israel. Israel had been struggling to regain control of these towns since the attacks began on Shabbos. In a horrific discovery, IDF forces finally regained control of Kibbutz Be'eri, a self-sustaining farming community of 1,000 residents near the Gaza border, which was one of the first places targeted by the terrorists, where it was discovered the bodies of over 100 Israelis were massacred by the Hamas terrorists. Terrified residents told Israel's Channel 12 new television station that assailants went door to door trying to break into their homes, shooting anyone and anything in sight. Since Sunday, October 8th, Israel has been pounding Gaza with deadly airstrikes, displacing more than 100,000 people and sending waves of injured Palestinians to overwhelmed hospitals. Reports state that more than 700 Palestinians have died in the devastating revenge air attacks conducted by the IDF from the air, sea, and land. Israel's UN ambassador unequivocally said that the country's priority is to, quote, obliterate Hamas terrorist capabilities, saying that Israel will not stop until Hamas is eradicated from the face of the earth. The airstrikes being conducted in Gaza have been terrifying in its magnitude. Israel has been hitting over 100 targets every hour reducing whole neighborhoods to rubble. In its audacious manner, Hamas demanded that Israel warn them before they attack a building. This had been Israel's practice for years to send SMS text messages to the residents of a building, followed by what they called a knock on the roof, a small device which is dropped on the roof meant to make a loud noise, warning the residents that a missile was inbound. But now Israel has suspended that practice, saying that Hamas is deliberately putting civilians in buildings to maximize the casualty count and there was nothing more they could do to prevent Palestinian civilians from collateral damage. Hamas audaciously demanded that Israel bring back the knock-on-the-roof policy threatening to kill Israeli civilian hostages and broadcast the executions if airstrikes continue. Israel responded by intensifying the airstrikes. Israeli Major General Ghassan Alian said that Gaza residents asked for this. Quote, Hamas has become ISIS, and the residents of Gaza, instead of being shocked, are celebrating the massacre of 900 Israelis. Israel has imposed a complete siege on Gaza. There will be no electricity, no water. There will just be utter destruction. He said, you wanted this, and you will get it. The number of hostages held in Gaza is estimated at between 100 and 150. Israeli Ambassador Gilad Erdan said, Hamas has claimed it is holding more than 100 captives, including Israeli army officers. Israel has also confirmed that two senior Hamas leaders were killed in IAF airstrikes in Gaza. Overnight, an Israeli Air Force aircraft struck Zakaria Abu Mamar, a senior member of the Hamas terrorist organization's political bureau and head of its Office for Internal Relations. 
He was a senior Hamas decision maker and coordinator between terror groups in the Gaza Strip. In addition, Hamas economy minister Jawad Abu Shamala also was killed in an airstrike. The security establishment emphasized that as part of his role, Abu Shamala managed the organization's finances and earmarked the funds for financing and directing terrorism inside and outside the Gaza Strip. In addition to the over 3,500 rockets launched from Gaza at southern Israel since the beginning of the war, dozens of rockets were also launched at central Israel, including Yerushalayim, Tel Aviv, Ben Gurion Airport and its surrounding communities and cities. Many are reporting having, take, having to take shelter in bomb shelters over the past few days, saying that they simply did not know what was going on. Maybe the Iron Dome, Israel's highly sophisticated missile defense system, won't catch these rockets like they missed some in southern Israel. In the north, a minor incursion occurred on the Lebanese border and a dozen rockets were launched at northern Israeli communities. The IDF eliminated all six terrorists who crossed the border and warned Hezbollah to stay out of the war or suffer the wrath and might of the IDF. Israel is not playing around now. So far, 300,000 Israeli reservists have been mobilized to assist in the war effort. But shockingly, Israel was not prepared for such a large mobilization in such a short period. Soldiers are reporting that there is a shortage of basic supplies. Jews from around the world have begun to give their support so that the soldiers can get what they need to defend Eretz Yisrael. Organizations are collecting funds and purchasing supplies which are then distributed to the soldiers. Around the world Jewish communities are having a Sifus and Yemei Tefillah for the safety of the Jewish soldiers going to battle. We will continue to update our coverage on these ongoing events. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.